everybody. Thanks for joining us again on Realty Check. I'm your host, Trish Williams, and we're in this series. Um, if you guys have been following us for a while and watching the series that we're in right now, we're talking about everything home ownership, all the different things you can do to your home. We're talking about renovation projects, big projects, small projects, maintenance projects, common things you need to know. If you're not from Vegas, or even if you are from Vegas, and you're in a home, one of the hardest things to do is find like resources and contractors and people to do things that we're doing, so um, things that you need to do to your home. So what I'm doing here is interviewing lots of different people on the show. They're talking about the services that they offer, the things that they do. These people have been vetted. I've already checked them out, made sure that they have good reviews and made sure that they are, um, you know, reliable people to work with so that you have resources that you can check into, that you can call when you're in your home and you have projects that you're working on. So this is a great series. Um, check, go back in, check the archive archives, check all the other episodes that we've had on all the different topics that we've had, and uh, you can find basically everything that you need there. So today, our guest is, is Done Right Overhead Doors, JT, local Las Vegas business, Yes. and uh, we are going to talk to him about garage doors. Lots of, you know, a lot of different things come with a garage door when you... <laughs> yeah, well, when you think about it, um, most people use it as their primary entrance to their home. Yes. A lot of people don't use their front doors because a lot of the times they have the remotes inside their car and they park in the garage or on the driveway, open the garage door, and that's how they get into their home. So Absolutely. It does of, become your front door. It does. It does. <laughs> and I have, and I use that as a selling point as well, too, with customers. I was like, when's the last time you actually used your front door to get in your house? <laughs> so, and a lot of times they're like, I don't even carry a house key. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I meet with sellers all the time when we're listing the house and I'm like, okay, I need a key. And they're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> never open that door like right. and you see the doors you know, sometimes they're dusty there's just like you yep. know like that door yep. has never been breached <laughs> uh, so people that don't have a lot of guests over those doors hardly ever get open yes and that's and that was going to say so unless you have uh, guests or family members coming over all the time you're really not using that door and they use the garage door a lot of the times yes especially out here in las vegas where the heat gets really hot and they don't want to if they don't have garage door parking or they're garage doors uh, been modified to an office space or a room and they don't park in there, then they got to walk, but they want to use that garage door. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that too, <laughs> about modified garages and all that, all that good stuff. So it's going to be a great show. Um, JT, can you tell us a little bit about you, your company, how you got started, how long you've been here? So my name is JT Stone. I'm a veteran. Um, did 12 years of the army. Okay. Um, Thank you. I'm Thank you for your service. No problem. Um, I moved back to Vegas about three years ago. Um, mm -hmm. Lived here a while. All my dad's side of family's from Vegas. My dad, you know, he passed away a while ago, but he used to work in the in the casinos as a chef. You know, oh. so very familiar with Las Vegas. Been here for a long time, um, but I just moved back for three years ago. Um, I've been running this company for the last fifteen months. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, kind of new, but been in the field for a long time. My stepdad is the one that got me into this whole uh, field. He's He owns California Alders out in California, so that's where I got my whole start okay. at. So it's been... So for 15 months, you're pretty busy. Very, <laughs> yeah. very busy. Um, yeah, we average about nine to ten doors a week in stores. Wow. 
Um, and we also just started a partnership with uh, Expert Automotive Equipment. They do uh, parking solutions for the, you see those people that stack their cars in the garage so they can uh, maximize their space. Oh my goodness, is that a thing? Yes. In residential homes? In residential homes. No way. Yeah, so they're doing about 60 a month um, and about 12 to 13 of them a month uh, need to be either retrofitted or, or adjusted for that, which includes my work to get those lifts in. So yeah, that, I didn't under, I didn't think it was gonna be a real big thing. And we just did a show at the Home and Garden Show last month. We got another one coming, Auto Fest on September 13th. And then uh, the, uh, the second Home and Garden Show, August, or September 20th. Wow. So I'm intrigued. I need to know more about this. So <laughs> how does this work? Is it a standard garage? Do you have to have a super tall garage? So most, most of the times, uh, the ones that we've been uh, installing is not that much different from your average garage door. As long really? as we can get a ceiling um, clearance between about 125 inches. Okay. From floor to ceiling is all we need. And we can get a, uh, a lift in there and get stat your car stacked in there depending also obviously on the cars itself you're not going to stack two suvs so it's not going to work like that <laughs> smart cars you can fit for <laughs> yes yes, yes. <laughs> smart cars you can fit for um but uh, i did, like we, we touched base on it before I didn't realize the popularity of it until about the i do about three a week is what we're doing right oh now. my goodness so wow <laughs> so somebody can contact you to yes. more information on that yes. that that is really amazing. I mean, that's one of the things. Sometimes, you know, we, we um, you know, I, I'll work with big families. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a house has a two-car, three-car garage, and it seems like plenty of space. But when you have a big family and everybody has a car, or you have, like, teenage kids that have cars, everyone's driving. Yes. You run out of garage space really quickly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> really quickly. And then some people have classic cars or things like that, you know, but other types of cars that they, Correct. you know, want to keep in the garage. You don't want to just store them out in the yard, you know. Or, and not just that. You got people that like to work on their cars in their garage and want to be able to have the ability to lift the car and not have to crawl under the car itself. Oh, yeah. So they do that, too, as well. You know, there's very many, there's a variety of different lifts they go by. Um, I would just say contact with me and I'll get you into the right people as far as if that's something that interests them. Yeah. Ultimate man cave garage yes. workshop, that big, huge one with <laughs> the car lift. You can fit everything out there. That is, uh, that's, that's the, that's, that's the dream of a lot of our uh, homeowners out there. Yes. <laughs> so I've seen that quite often. Um, yeah, that's, that's very, very interesting. So you're doing, you're doing quite a bit of that. Um, and the funny thing is today before, um, I started the show or, or not today, but like during the week when we were talking about the show and mm -hmm. I, I said, Oh, I'm going to have someone talk about garage doors. And they're like, garage doors. Like, what are you going to talk about? I'm like, well, do you know how common of an, a, a, of a request of a need a garage door is for a homeowner? It, it is very, very common. And I, you know, I attend home inspections for, for my clients all the time. And on mm -hmm. the listing side, I review home inspections. There's always garage door always. issues, problems, things that we run into. What are the most common, I guess you would say, service calls that you get on garage doors or things that need replacement? What are the most common issues that you run to in, regard, in regards to garage doors that homeowners are contacting you for? So the most common service call is actually broken springs. Out here in Las Vegas, um, because the usage of them, uh, springs support typically last anywhere out here about five to seven years. Okay. Okay. Um, and garage door openers itself. 
a lot of people say, well, that thing's been running for 12 years and why did it stop running? I mean, well, everything has a life expectancy. I mean, you know, garage door openers itself, I'd say if you get 10 to 12 years, you definitely got your money's worth out of it. You'll start losing connectivity. Your remotes will start work, stop working. The door doesn't want to go down. Different little things that'll start letting you know that, hey, something's not right no more. Just like your car, you know, it starts making a certain sound or driving a certain way that you know, okay, some, I got to get it checked. That's the same thing as any anything that go in this world. It's going to let you know something's not right. Your garage door's not working correctly, properly. Right. So um, as far as the most common things, it'd be the garage door springs. After that would be the garage door openers itself. Um, another one would be what we call is called an off track where the homeowner either didn't open the or let the garage door open fully before they drove in or didn't let it open fully as they were trying to drive out. Oh. Or, <laughs> or that they hit the button when they walked in the garage, got in their car, didn't realize that they already hit the, the open button, got in the car, hit the button again because thinking that they had to open it and drove out and hit it. And obviously the door became off track. Yeah. So that's a, that's a pretty common one too. And it's just because you... Vegas is a very different environment most uh, as far as a market for everybody else because we are a 24-hour city. Yes. So you got people that work all hours of the day. So part of the business is we, we run 24 hours a day. Do so you I, really? Yes. Oh, get, my goodness. I get calls at 12, <laughs> 1 o'clock at night. Hey. I do not run 24 hours a day. Please do not call me at one o'clock in the morning. You know, so I get calls saying, hey, I can't get my door open or, hey, I can't get my door closed and I got to go to work. And, you know, so wow. hours, those instances. Well, it's that's not a common. Great it, it, it's a great service, yes. though, because, yeah, it is. We do. We have it. We're a 24-hour town. We do not shut down. <laughs> I've, uh, I, I was born and raised in Vegas, so I've only lived here. And I remember the first time, maybe I was like 16, I was in some other state. I, I don't remember where I was at the time, but I was in some other state where like everything shut down at nine and I was trying to find a store and I was like, what is this? Like, <laughs> I only lived in Vegas. Like nothing ever shuts down. Right? So I was like, why is, why is nothing open? This is weird. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we are definitely, uh, the, this city does not shut down. No. So, yeah. But that's also, it's also getting used to it as you're, Vegas is expanding. You're getting these little suburbs outside. Now those area stores are not working, are not open 24 hours. So you're now you're not used to that. People that are from Vegas, like you said, you're yeah. so hard, you're like, and you're, hey, I, you know, I'm always <laughs> used to everything being open 24 hours. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of garage door companies out here, in Las Vegas. Actually, there's 184 garage is there really? door companies out here. Oh in my Las goodness. Vegas. So. Wow. That is a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. That's a lot of competition. So. <laughs> For sure. Now going in, um, one thing you, you talked about, which is so true too, is like everybody uses the garage door as their front door, open, shut it. Is there, like, would you say that that limits the life of it or it's just so common that, that it's fine? Like, I, I I, don't think that would be... It doesn't limit the life expectancy of it as long as you maintain it. Okay. You know? We do offer, and like a lot of the companies out here, we offer a um, um, preventive maintenance package, you know. Oh, do every, you? Yes. So every six months, we'll come out to your residence. We'll check up, look over your door, lubricate hinges, rollers, your springs. I mean, you want that thing rolling as smoothly and not, um, well, 
best way I could say it is you don't want to be like driving your car with the e-brake on where it feels like it's dragging. Same thing with your garage door. If it feels like it's dragging being pulled up, it's not running efficiently. So you want to just have a, uh, somebody come out, you know, myself will come out, we'll look over your door, make sure everything's running properly. Yeah. Yeah, that's important. I mean, you use it all the time and you don't want, you don't want to be trapped in or out of your garage, Correct. Uh, of your garage door. Especially if you're one of that don't carry a house key with you. Oh yeah, no, it, become, <laughs> it, it can definitely become an issue for sure. Um, so what is, um, you know, the importance, I guess, of a properly working garage is that you use it so much for, you know, for entrance, for getting out. And then of course, there's there's gotta be issues where and, and I'm sure it's happened because I think it's happened to me before in the past is where a garage door, like you're leaving for work, your garage door gets stuck open and you can't shut it or you right. can't do anything. And I mean, then what do you do? It becomes, you can't just walk away from it. So now it becomes a security issue, not just a convenience issue. Now, now you have access, somebody, anybody has access to your house. So yes, that is an, uh, another big factor on why you want to properly working garage door is for the security factor of it all mm -hmm. you know you want to make sure your home is secure so now garage doors are being um, implemented with smart smart home devices as well like with built-in wi-fi garage door openers um, that'll let you know if your garage door is stuck open or if it's been closed properly it'll alert you on your smartphone anytime the garage door opens or closes it also gives you the ability because it's hooked to your wi-fi router in your home that you can be on vacation in cancun and you have family members or the amazon driver come by and you can open up your garage door and say hey leave the package in here or you can get through access to the garage door here you can open it from your phone and close it as well that's amazing yes oh my goodness now that I, i'm just going to be the uh you know just just call this out too is that secure i know that you know, having a wi-fi garage door opener you're always going to be concerned like someone's going to tap into it or right. you know you're going to have security issues how how do you feel about that and, and what do you think the security concerns or issues could be well it's to me it's actually a lot more secure than most people think and more secure than your actual handheld transmitter remote that you're been carrying around in your car for years yes so um based off of that it's working off of your wi-fi and your router unless they have access to your wi-fi router it, it's not going to be hacked right. one um i can't say ever you know there's people that that's their yeah, job. You I know, know. that's, that's but, what they do. They're but, working hard. <laughs> but LiftMaster, who I work with as a partner, um, partnered up with Amazon to do these home deliveries. So, for instance, when so now Amazon can, as long as you have the smart smart uh, Wi-Fi garage door opener at your home, uh -huh. the the Amazon driver will be able to get access to your garage. Now I look at that and I see your face on there. But yeah, I'm like, I don't want that. I don't know the Amazon driver. I don't want him in my garage. But here's the catch to it. Yes. Because the security, safety, and all that other issue, they are not going to have, it's a one-time code they get, and they cannot get it until they scan your barcode to your package and they're within 20 feet of your home. Oh. So once, you're, once they pull up to your home, they're in front, they can scan it. LiftMaster will send them a one-time code. To, the door will open it. They have 10 seconds to drop off the package and the door automatically closes and they have no access to the garage again. Oh, okay. So they can't like go roaming around in your no. garage. <laughs> no. And, and Amazon and LiftMaster also have the ability to see how who, what driver was with and how long they stayed there, you know. And there's also 
uh, built-in cameras with two-way radios on the garage door openers. That will oh, really? light that on will, these LiftMaster garage yes. door openers. Oh yes. my goodness, that's, so that will, that. that's they, awesome. Yeah, and they will live record to your phone. So when so the door opens, so you can opens, see what's going on in your garage when the door opens. Yes, and you can talk to them as well too through it, just like your Ring doorbell. You know, they have it on on the garage door opener as well. Well, I'm going to have to get some information after the show. I, I, I'm interested. That's amazing. Yes. I didn't even know that was out there. So, um, yeah, that's uh, I, and that's definitely. And I know when you said that the you know your handheld remotes, the mm -hmm. Wi-Fi openers are probably more secure than the handheld remotes. That is actually a great point because I had a recently mm -hmm. new neighbor move in next door, right? Right. Um, they're reprogramming their garage door, doing whatever they're doing because they just got in a house. That's what you right. do. And if you're not doing that, I highly recommend you do yeah. that because you don't know what clickers Correct. or remotes are out there. You always want to reset, reprogram, whatever you have there. Um, Anyways, uh, they must have been, I don't know what, you know, I'm, I'm just assuming right. that they were, you know, scanning all the, doing whatever when you reset it. My garage door opened. Middle of the night, my garage door is like left open because it must have triggered True. something that they had on their reset. And what the heck? So we've <laughs> come across that and I've actually witnessed that myself on an install where I was uh. programming a new remote and the next door neighbor's door started functioning. Yeah. So it's not so much your garage door opener that we're programming. It could be the, the neighbors and it could be outdated. There's different uh, frequencies that LiftMaster uses right now. Um, 315, 390, and the billion code uh, frequency. The billion code is the most recent one. If you look on your garage door opener and you see a yellow button, that's mm -hmm. the most frequent one. That's the most secure one. Okay. Yeah, okay. see, I have the old one that came with the house. So, yeah. yeah. So, and we call it a billion code because it's sending out a billion codes per second waiting for it to, that the same one that your transmitter sent out is receiving it. So it's very hard to crack that one now. The older ones, there was ability to do that, and that's why they went to a different frequency. Um, but the Wi-Fi, like I said, is probably your best, best bet. Well, I was thinking that when you were talking about it, like had I had that and it you know, alerted me like, hey, your garage door just opened in the middle of the night, I had heard an alert and right. known that it was open, but no, I didn't. Got up in the morning, was like, what the heck? How <laughs> you know, the garage door's been open all night. Exa that's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of these new garage doors are... Um, the Wi-Fi built-in ones are very interacted with the, if you have an existing security system in your home mm -hmm. or if you want a new one. So like mine, I yes, I get the alerts every time my garage door opens, but it's also paired with my Vivint security system at my home. So my Vivint will also let me know that my garage door is open. So there's always that backup as well too. So you have a whole, yeah, just the whole security system because yeah, there's definitely criminals out there unfortunately but not just yeah. that i have a teenage daughter too i need to know where she's at right <laughs> right well on that note teenagers right so there are many people um and i and i feel like this is what i see every time i see it i think it's a huge security issue mm -hmm. they'll have that little keypad outside your garage door that you punch like four numbers in for your teenagers to go in and out of the house yes i do not feel like that's a safe thing to have outside your house so again, that goes based off the frequency issues. Yeah. Um, the older ones, yes, there's, they call it a code finder where people can buy it online mm. and it just goes around and looks and searches for the, that same frequency that you're using. Now, again, the newer ones with the billion code frequency with the yellow button learn on the garage door openers, it's very hard to crack that code. Okay. Now, 
you for some because I get that question from my customers all the time, and I was like, do you want the keypad mounted outside? And they're like, is it secure? I says, honestly, sir, whoever's trying to crack in needs to be in the driveway while I'm pairing this to your new garage door opener. Oh. Okay. You know, so it's so the new ones are, are more secure. That's correct. good to know. Yes. That's good to know. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because I, I see those and I'm like, huh. I mean, I mean, it could stand in your driveway and just punch in code till it opens. Yes. But. And then there's a, a default. So on the newer ones, if you punch in the code three times incorrect, it'll shut it out. Oh, good. So. Okay, so that that is a great security yes. feature. Okay, good, good, good. And what about moderize, modernizing the look, <laughs> the look of your home through garage doors? I've seen a lot of changes over the years, you know, where styles are changing and everything. And sometimes a great looking garage door, an amazing looking garage door can just change the whole curb appeal of your home. Definitely, definitely. And so for the goodness of the homeowner, but also, you're gonna if you're an H, live in an HOA, you're gonna have some pushback as well. Though. Well, yeah, you gotta get your approval. Correct. You know? Can't do anything without them. But the <laughs> biggest, the biggest boom that we've seen in the garage door business are the glass doors. You know. The, are they hot though? Because it's so hot in Vegas. <laughs> so I would tell you this: depending on what side your garage door faces. So okay. obviously, if you have a south-facing or north-facing garage door, you're never going to get direct sunlight. But if you have an east and west, you will. Mm -hmm. So we have tinted options. We oh, have okay. obscured window options. We even have half-inch insulated glass options. So, oh, nice. Okay. So, so there, there's definitely... Because they, I've seen those and I'm like, wow, they look amazing. But I could just imagine it feels like a sauna or a you know, sunroom yes. inside there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, that has been probably the biggest boom. Um, I got a, actually, I got a job down over off of like Star Avenue in the next couple of weeks that she had custom wood doors made. Oh. So that one's going to be interesting. I just let you guys know right now in Vegas, custom wood doors are great looking, but they're very um, expensive to maintain. You're going to have to get that door sealed every six months. Oh, yeah, does she know that? Yes, she knows that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah. But that's what she wanted. So. If you're committed. Yeah, yeah. I, I know the old, remember the, uh, like, I, I would say it was probably the 70s or 80s. It was like those wood, those big wood, wood garage pieces. doors. And now you see every now and then the dinosaurs, they're still there. I'm still converting those, yeah, if you believe it or not. Yeah, and it's like they're just warped all heck. And gosh, <laughs> they do not look good. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I can imagine that wood's hard to maintain, especially wood, with the heat. Yes. And, and uh, just because the heat and then when Vegas actually does get rain and those doors are not sealed oh. then they become waterlogged so the, like I said to go back onto the most common service calls the springs is because the springs either wear out or because cut homeowners take it upon themselves and they want some insulation and they'll buy some insulation at their retail um, home improvement stores and put insulation on their door thinking that they're gonna make their, their garage more energy efficient, you know, but they don't go into the fact that those springs are engineered to the exact door weight. So plus oh. or minus 10 pounds. So if you take away 10 pounds or add 10 pounds, those springs have to change because now you just killed the cycles on those springs. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, so that that could be why you have issues with that. And I imagine like the springs on a wood garage door would need to be a lot stronger. Yes. <laughs> so, um, okay. And the um, so current trends were probably the glass doors. You would say those are the most popular. Those are the most popular. Those are going really, really big right now. Um, I also seen 
ones where we do full glass. I mean, if you guys go on to my uh, my Facebook page, and you'll see a bunch of different modern sections that you can do. Um, but there's full glass with no frames. It looks like one piece of mirror glass that you would wow. look like on your garage door. Now, they have, I haven't sold one here in Las Vegas yet, but it's out there. They um, So we work with a company called Elegant Garage Doors out of California that has all these options for it. So. Um, I'm kind of excited waiting for one and somebody say, yeah, I want one because I just want, I like to be the first to do it all, you yeah. know, so I want to see. You know what I think is um, one of the amazing things when it comes to garage doors or like one of my favorite layouts. So some houses have the garage to where it's, you know, it's attached, but it's like to the side. So the house isn't behind the garage, it's to the side. Got you. You know yeah. what I'm talking mm -hmm. about? Um, and I've seen some where they put the garage door not only in the front, but in the back, where you can actually like drive through yes. the garage to the backyard, which I think is pretty amazing. Yes. So I actually just did one that about six months ago, where the guy had his uh, general contractor come and add an addition to his RV garage door to have like a smaller garage door, but it was a full drive-through yeah. to where he had uh, he walk drive through in the front and then it goes to his pool area in the back. And I thought it was really good looking. So we actually had the doors come up and meet at the top to where. Yeah, that, that's an amazing option. It's like in, you know, some, so many people are looking for like RV parking, but not typically for an RV, but for something that you can drive through to the backyard, you yep. know, a, a gate to get. Mm -hmm. And that's a secondary option for that. You know, yep. you don't really need that. You could just go through the garage if it, if it permits. You know. And it also gives you the, the homeowner the ability to like, if we go back to you like to have guests at your house and you do barbecues and you don't want people walking through your home. Yeah. You just have that drive-through ability or people walk through the garage right into through. the backyard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's amazing. And it, it looks really, really great. So, um, that's a good thing. Now, um, talk a little bit about garage conversions as a realtor mm -hmm. when I'm out, um, looking at homes or we see homes on the market and some people, and we all know why they do it. You know, they'll, they'll convert a garage to a bedroom mm -hmm. or to a additional living space of some sort because they need more space and they just use that garage space. But when it comes time to sell, buyers hardly ever like that. <laughs> yeah. Rarely, uh, rarely. I mean, so many buyers are like, no, I want a garage. It's Vegas. It's hot. So many buyers would rather have a garage than this extra kind of bedroom thing that the garage right. has been turned into. So I get a lot of times where I'll be out with buyers and they'll say, what, how do I get this turned back? Or, you know, when I'm working, when I'm getting ready to list a home and a seller has that, I recommend to them, we should probably try to turn this back into a garage. It's wonderful if they did not stucco and close off the whole wall and they left the actual right. garage there and drywalled inside, so it's not a big deal. But if they wanted to convert it back to a garage, obviously they'd have to have a contractor to open up that wall, but that's not a hard fix for you to go and add in the rails and it the door really all isn't. over again. Yeah, and I've done them. Um, I haven't done the actual demo part of the, the rooms itself, but I've actually had contractors call, call me and say, hey, they're converting this back to a garage door. Can we... And a lot of times the homeowners keep all the stuff intact or I'll go down there, take it down. And they're like, we want to keep it in case we do sell the home down the road. We want to keep all the hardware and stuff right here in case, yeah. you know, so a lot of them are, yeah, a, yeah. Lot, a lot of them are mindful about that and they'll, they'll try to keep the stuff. But even if we have to buy new stuff, it's, I mean, a new garage door 
track system, everything, it's not as expensive as most people think. So I don't want you guys thinking that it's really expensive to update your home or even just get your maintenance or a new door. It's really not. Yeah, and the times that we've had to get prices or quotes or whatever on, on things like that, you know, for, you know, in... in the playing the middleman for the clients, you know, mm. and everything. I, I've, I've been like, wow, they're not, they're not as bad as I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, or, or would have thought they would be. So yeah, they're actually pretty affordable. Yeah. yeah. And I was uh, just reading on in the, off the internet, they were talking about the top 50 uh, improvements for a home and to increase your value. Number 20 was garage doors. Yes. Yes. No, it does. It, I mean, garages are, I guess, underestimated when you think about yeah. it, when you think about it, as far as real estate's concerned, because mm. I, every buyer that, you know, will contact me and to at re make a request, it's like, I want this many bedrooms, this many bathrooms, and this size of garage. Right. Garage is always on their top list of has to have. A must have. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to compromise on this. So, yes, they're very underestimated. <laughs> um, and, and the garage is a big deal. I mean, a garage that is not functional or not working correctly it's it's going to deter buyers away when you're selling your home it does and not just that it's about i mean you can correct me if i'm wrong i want to say about 40 percent of the street view yes it's your curb appeal it's your curb, it's your appeal. curb appeal yeah so having a how many times have you seen a house that has a dented garage door yeah. they ran into it too many times or yeah. it looks just like you know the glass is broke where everything's just a, a disaster it makes the whole house look bad correct yeah so that, yeah, it does, garage door is very crucial to your uh, curb appeal. And um, yeah, so I, I mean, I, I definitely think that this was an important topic to cover. Yes. And it is, you know, it, it's it's one of those things that, you know, it doesn't feel like garage doors and real estate are that, you know, intertwined. Hand in hand, but. but they are very, it is, it is very common um, request and very important for it for is. people that are looking to buy homes. So you said you have a Facebook page. Yes. So what is that page and how do people contact you for more questions if they want to get quotes, if they want to work on their garages or they need repairs? So they can call me. My phone number is 702-353-3536. It's right there on the bottom of the screen right there. Okay. Um, my email's on there as well. Facebook page. If you go onto Facebook and just type in done, done right overhead doors, it'll pop up and you guys can go through it. There's reviews. There's um, get in contact with me through there as well. I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of pictures for different designs, uh, ideas, you know. Um, so, like I said, I'm, I'm very, very reachable. <laughs> okay, good. Done right overhead doors. Cool. All right, thank you. And thank you so much for being on the show today. And for you guys out there, stay tuned. We're in the series. We're going to be talking about all kinds of stuff. And if you guys want update your garage door, fix your garage door, improve your curb appeal, or get this new smart Wi-Fi thing <laughs> that I'm going to be asking about after the show. Um, definitely contact JT, Dunright Overhead Garage Doors. And you guys know how to contact me, Trish Williams, 702-308-2878. Tune in next week. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you.